Now joining us on the update program on Double K Country, Will Tollerton. Thanks so much for taking the time with us. Thank you. It's good to be back here, Ben. Yeah, into the new year. And I know a few months ago we had talked a little bit about the Weltmer Institute, but something uh, special coming up with it, the uh, an exhibit as well for it. That's right. At long last, after uh, three years of development, the Vernon County Historical Society is proud to present our new exhibit about the Weltmer Institute of Magnetic Healing. It's called To Heal Without Drugs or Surgery, and it will tell Mm -hmm. the story of this uh, somewhat forgotten uh, part of our Vernon County history. Yeah, I know that we had kind of covered the topic a little bit on a previous program, so uh, for those that want to know just get a little bit of a sneak peek into what this all entails. What was the Welter Institute and when was that around here? Yes, for those who may not be familiar with this story, back in 1897, a man named Sidney A. Weltmer came to Nevada from Sedalia, and he meant to only stay here for perhaps a couple weeks, and he was a practitioner of what was known as magnetic healing. Now, uh, in those days, this we're not talking about electromagnets, as most people might think today. This had to do with animal magnetism, uh, the idea of uh, that there was... Um, Oh, some kind of life force that flowed through all living things and that could be harnessed and uh, used to heal people of sickness. And this was a common belief back in the uh, late 19th century. Uh, actually originated with a man named Franz Anton Mesmer in uh, Europe, uh, in Austria specifically. And now we may, me people may not know Franz Mesmer, but they may have heard the term mesmerism, which, you know, you can mesmerize someone. I was mesmerized by this spectacle. Uh, it's kind of a synonym for hypnotism. Uh, Mesmer was an early practitioner of what we today would call hypnotism. And uh, ultimately, Sidney Weltmer practiced hypnotism. That was probably one of his main claims of fame was as a hypnotist. So uh, he would he didn't necessarily call it hypnotism. Uh, he might have called it suggestion, uh, suggestive therapeutics. And uh, thousands of people came to Nevada to uh, speak to him, to be healed by him. And then he also had a school where he taught others how to practice this. So uh, around the turn of the 20th century, from about 1897 to 1910, this was a huge business here in Nevada and really put our town on the map. Uh, that institute is long gone. It closed in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's a very significant part of our story, and this exhibit will tell that. All right. So, yeah, it'll yeah, go into a little bit of that. I understand, you know, with Welter, bringing bring all the business, bringing a lot of an economic boon here at that time, uh, but also I'm sure that him doing the healing, you know, other people that were doing uh, – Diff- different versions, and their own medical doctors weren't probably very happy with them at the time. Yes, uh, the story is somewhat controversial, and that is addressed uh, here in the exhibit. The uh, Christian clergy at the time, some in the local community, as well as uh, the medical doctors, <laughs> some of the medical doctors mm-hmm. here in Nevada, were um, very, very skeptical of Weltmer and his claims, and uh, there it was uh, divided the community uh, to some extent mm-hmm. at the time. Many of the members of the commercial club, which would have been the Chamber of Commerce at the time, were all for Weltmer because he was bringing a lot of business here to our town. Part of the legacy of Weltmer is the fact that uh, those of you who may notice on the corner of oh, Cherry and Ash Streets, the old, what most people know is the old Sheriff's Department building, was actually mm-hmm. built as a first-class post office in 1910. And that is, we believe, is a direct result of all the volume of mail and correspondence that Weltmer oh, yeah. was doing through his institute. And that grand building still stands and is actually currently under renovation. So hopefully it will be returned to its former glory in the near future. 
All right. So again, uh, as we talk with Will Tollerton here on the update program on Double K Country, and uh, yeah, let's. Let's talk about what will this exhibit look like. Yes, so this is not going to be a permanent exhibit in the Bushwhacker Museum. It's actually a traveling exhibit. So it consists of nine retractable banner stands. Uh, These stand about eight feet tall, two and a half feet wide. They're very flexible. They can be rearranged. They can be moved around. So you may see them around town, not just at the museum. And ultimately, they will be offered to travel around the state of Missouri. And so we can share this story with a wider audience. The exhibit was actually sponsored, uh, partially funded through a grant from the Missouri Humanities Council. So I want to thank the Humanities Council for uh, the endorsement and the uh, financial contributions they made, as well as the locally here, the Nevada Vernon County Community Foundation also provide a significant amount of financial support to tell this story and share it with the wider uh, Missouri community. So, of course, we talk about this. Uh, well, Weltmer Exhibit, uh, the grand opening coming up uh, in not too long. Yes, we will have the grand opening on Sunday, January 14th at uh, the Bushwhacker Museum, 212 West Walnut Street. This will be immediately following the Vernon County Historical Society's annual meeting and program at 2 p.m. The ribbon cutting for the exhibit will be at 3.15. But please do come if you have the time. Come at 2 p.m. The program, I'll be giving it, and I'll give an overview history, kind of get into some more details about the Weltmer Institute, who Sidney Weltmer was, and maybe a few stories and anecdotes that won't necessarily be in the exhibit panels. But I've done extensive research uh, on this topic the past several years so there's there's much to share <laughs> and uh, I'll be happy to share it with anyone who would like to come again that's January 14th at 2 p.m. at the Bushwhacker Museum and also we'll have some uh, cake and coffee to serve uh, after the meeting all right so yeah that's uh, coming right on up anything else you'd like to share either about this exhibit or other things coming coming up with you well the you know now we're in 2024 mm-hmm. we are working on plans for special programming uh, coming up this year we haven't set a date for our annual fundraiser yet for sure i know in past years people have enjoyed night at the museum uh, bushwhacker days is the actually the third weekend of june this year it's a little bit different yeah. than in past years it'll be the third saturday of june and we'll have some special events going on for that and entertainment at the museum in the fall we do intend to do the deepwood cemetery tour again it's been very popular these past several mm-hmm. years and i look forward to once again hosting that event at deepwood cemetery with uh, some local talented actors all right so we turned the calendar and looking forward to a lot already this year that's so, right again will thanks so much for your time oh you're welcome ben thank you Again, that was Will Tollerton with the Vernon County Historical Society and Bushwhacker Museum. That's the Historical Society has its annual meeting, election of board members, and, of course, the ribbon cutting for the new exhibit showcasing Nevada's Historic Welper Institute of Magnetic Healing this coming Sunday, January 14th. That's your update program. I'm Ben Aberg on your brand of country, Double K Country.